All things automotive with the petrol head, Niku Smith. 8.41 and uh, he's on the couch with a cup of coffee, I'm assuming. Nico, are you uh, fine and well this Saturday I'm, morning? I'm, I'm very good, Michelle. How are you? Well, I'll tell you what. Indosh forwarded me a photo of you in these sunglasses. And you, you know that little cool emoji? The, yeah. the, the little round face with the cool glasses. And you, whenever you write cool, that emoji comes up. That's what you look like. Oh, uh, really? Uh, okay. Well, she, I didn't really. She said she needs another picture. She's got the same one, and I didn't think that she was actually going <laughs> to. No, it looks fabulous. Really, oh, Anybody man, who's okay. following us on Twitter wants to know what our hip and our hot uh, Nico looks like, then now's the time to get onto Twitter at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFMJSB, or at Mish Constant. Check it out. You'll be able to see what our petrol head looks like. Have you had your first cup of coffee, mister? Yes, I've had one. I've had it definitely, so it's the right way to start the day. Okay, well, let's start the day. You are going to talk to us about the new Kashkai. Yeah, the Kashkai, as the you ca- know, it was... The Kashkai. <laughs> The there was an ad long, yeah, there was a, remember that, that TV yeah, ad they loved it. Kai. Yeah, and I still, I, I, I actually, my sister had the first generation cash car, and I always, since then, driving her car and spending some time with it, I actually really like it. Um, mm. Then there was a the second generation in South Africa, and then because of COVID, even though this, the third generation was launched internationally, we didn't get it, we're only getting it now, which is about two years later than the rest of the world. But I, I, I really, if I look what at what is this, this is it an SUV or is it a crossover or what is it? Well, you're look at you with the word you're using crossover <laughs> SUV. <laughs> Just, I'm a total generalist. <laughs> I, I, well, I guess initially it was it was sort of and it started a segment because it was almost like a hatch that had been lifted up and a little bit higher. Now, I think it's definitely a purebred SUV or sports utility vehicle. Um, it's grown in, in, in size, definitely. So it's actually quite a, I would say, quite a, a, a big vehicle. If you, want to, if you want to have the measurements, the overall length is 4.4 meters, the Jeez. wheelbase 2.6 meters, um, the width 1.8 meters, the height 1.6 meters. And, and the, talking about that, the boot is 504 liters. So definitely a nice big, family car, you know, compared to the first generation, which was probably about the size of a, let's say, a, a, a smaller hatch vehicle or a standard hatch. Let's say a Golf. Everybody knows the size of a Golf. Um, now it's, it's actually um, grown quite a lot. Um, also, I, I think the looks outside really, it's a, a really a pretty car. I don't know what you think of the looks. Um, I think it looks fantastic. It's, it's, but this is a big car. I mean, this is not for uh, people who are flying solo. No, I guess no. It's nice for flying solo. You can then have some people, if you're flying solo and you want to have some friends flying with you, this would be the right car. But, you know, looks wise, very aggressive V, V on the strong V bonnet, or the bonnet line, but then in the grill it creates a V. And yeah. you've got beautiful um, daytime running lights that run from the bonnet horizontally and then angle downwards. And then the, the lights themselves, is a thin strip and below that. Yeah. And then a nice aggressive sort of, Again, uh, almost a V-design with E-intakes e- in the front. I think really, for me, it's a, a pretty-looking car. I would tell them that on the outside as well, on the rear as well, um, you've got these lights that run from the side of the car and then um, almost that, that horizontal um, lines um, from the front is now running in the opposite direction. So you can also have the car in two tones, which is interesting. Well, actually not interesting. It's, it's available in other manufacturers as well. So let's say you can have a blue car with a black roof or a white car yeah. with a black roof. So you can have the, the, the top half 
um, blacked out. Um, and I think that's also, for me, an, a, a nice design feature in the car. So from the outside, I think it's a, a striking-looking car. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking at it. I mean, obviously, I hate the blue color because I, I never mm-hmm. think a car... Sh- blue, for me, it just doesn't work on a car. Really? Yeah, I've never liked it. It's weird. But that's yeah. just me. And I love the color blue, so that's just me. So, Nico, if I look at this car... Um, mm. Is it what, what kind of engine is this? Okay, so yeah, engine wise, um, it has currently in South Africa only a 1.3 liter engine, uh, 1.3 liter turbocharged. Yeah, but you know, nowadays you, you, um, um, you're saying that your car is a 1400 with a turbo. Um, no, mine's so, a 1.3, isn't it? No, yours is a 1.4 with a turbo. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm glad I could sort this out for you. That's why I'm there to make sure that I can help you. Yours is a 1.4, not a 1.3. Oh, sorry. Uh, no worries. Um, that's why I'm here. But mm. um, uh, you know, nowadays with turbocharging, you, you should really not ever look at the the size of the engine or let the, the size of the engine put you off. Yeah. Um, because um, it, it comes in, and we'll talk about the specs of the car itself. But in the entry level, which is the Vizier. It, uh, that engine develops 96 kilowatts and 240 newton meters of torque, which is actually quite a lot. Yeah. And then in the bigger, um, the rest of the range, the Center, a Center rather, and a Center Plus, the, the same engine now develops 110 kilowatts and a bit more torque at 250 newtons. Um, and that's actually, you know, if you look at um, the, the, the size of the car, um, again, uh, it's, it's, it's a bit bigger. I would say, um, let's say maybe the size of, a, if, if I want to try and, um, um, Toyota, let's say a RAV4. Mm. Give an idea of the size, you know, again, for a comparison. And of course, a RAV is also going to be a competitor. Um, so I think um, power wise, it's more than enough um, to, to get the car going and, and, you know, to drive nicely at speed limit and get very good fuel consumption. And what's interesting overseas is there's a 1.5 liter, which they refer to as an e power. So they basically um, overseas, and I, I don't know if that engine will come here, use the engine as a range extender. In other words, um, the, the, the car has electric motors and the, the, the petrol engine is there to keep the, the, the power level at a certain sort of, it actually supplies power yeah. to the battery pack that drives the electric motor. So it's a, it's a different way of doing an electric car where you put petrol in it um, it's, it's, um, and the engine just drives at a constant speed to, to, you know, it's like basically what an alternator would do in a car. So a car's alternator makes sure that the battery level doesn't fall. In this case, they use a 1.5 liter motor to, to make sure the battery level doesn't fall. And that's basically what, and, and then the car is driven by electric motors. But that's not important here, not currently for South Africa. So currently it's only the 1.2 liter engine, which um, I think, as I said, more than enough, because with a smaller engine, you're always going to get good fuel consumption, yeah. um, which is, I think, what the nice balance is. And the more than enough power, but also good fuel consumption. Um, and this is probably um, similar to what you would get from a, norm, a two liter normally aspirated engine, um, these figures, but then you won't have as much torque. So um, really, I think performance-wise, it's it's more than enough. It's not a race car, but for most of us, including myself, it'll do nicely. So did you test drive this car? No, I haven't driven it yet. I'm trying to get, or, or hopefully in the next um, few months, I'll be able to get one from Nissan. Then I can spend some time with it. and We can talk about what it feels like yeah. to live with. When is it coming always, in the country? So it's available right now. It's okay. available right now. So you can go to your um, um, nearest Nissan dealer and you can order one. Um, if I just want to talk a little bit more about the design, I don't know if you've got some pictures on the inside. Yeah, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the pictures of it now. It's quite chunky. Yeah, it, it, it is chunky, but it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful design. I think some manufacturers of, of nowadays, um, some of the design on the inside, I don't know, they're a bit boring, and some of them get it right. And This one, I think, is nice looking. It's clearly laid out, so um, 
um, um, pre-instrumentation front of you with um, um, a digital display in the, in the center, then a, a radio which is a little bit higher to the left with your climate control below that. So everything is laid out clear and neat. Mm. Um, um, you look at the gear lever itself, it's a small little, uh, smaller gear lever now because nowadays, of course, we're moving more to electronic controls as well. So neat um, and clear inside. Um, so good-looking outside, good-looking inside. Um, and then if we start with the, with the specs, um, the, the Vizio is the entry-level model, um, and that um, I'm trying to gonna, let's see if I can just give it's you some of the LED specs. headlights, a reverse camera. Ooh, I'm looking look at this at carefully. Cruise control, 17-inch ah, alloy wheels. I must say, I'm looking at this and thinking, this is a, this could be a good kind of s- city car because it's not too flippin' big and it's not too expensive. I mean, it's That's expensive. It. And, you know, and, and a lot of, but, a lot of, um, a, a lot of um, people have family, a family in rural areas, or they want to go to the Kruger Park and have a car that's a bit higher. So this does that really well as well. So in other words, for a city car with a smaller engine, you're going to get good performance. And then what you have is you have some ground clearance. Yeah, um, you, and, and you and need ground, lot... ground clearance in our cities right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> you know, um, some of the towns um, just getting over the potholes. Exactly. Well, all of the and towns, of course, Johannesburg. Yeah, you're right. Jeez. Well, Pretoria isn't bad, but it's... Uh, um, it depends, I guess, where you're driving. Yeah. And also, if you then get the entry-level uh, Vizia, you get 17-inch wheels, which means that there's more tire, there's more profile. So also probably better for the areas where the roads aren't that great. Next up is the um, ascent, uh, Ascenta, which then gives you matrix-type headlights, which is cool. In other words, the, the lights themselves have 12. So in the case of the Qashqai, each um, headlight has 12 segments, and those segments can be switched off individually. So when a car comes from the front and your brights are on, it only switches over one segment. So the car from the front doesn't see the brights, but to the side, left and right, the brights still shine. Those type of lights are actually quite impressive. Okay, take, then, a, take a pause. We've got to go to a break, but okay. don't forget we're chatting to Nicker, our petrol head. I see some of your questions coming in for him. We'll go to them in a moment. You're welcome to call us on 086 SMS us your questions on 41391 or WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. SAFM, leading the conversation. We're chatting to Nico, our petrol head. We're talking about that Nissan car with the impossible name, but nevertheless, what's looking like quite a nice car for sure. Would you get a car with a name like this, Nico? Then if you write down somewhere what you call, you know, just write down that cash car. Um, you've got to really think about the spelling of it. Um, it's actually a nomadic tribe from Iran. That's where that's what what Kashkai is. Um, so, um, okay. by the way, let, let, yeah, so let me just quickly finish off before we jump to the questions. I don't know. Are there a few questions? Yeah, we've got a couple. Okay, so um, the center, which is in the mid range, and then the plus, which is the high level one that now includes Bose sound system and fine upper leather. Um, so in other words, from the mid and the high, they also include adaptive cruise control and blind spot monitoring and lane keeping assist. So the cars are extremely well specced. Um, mm. If you look at the, the standard and then, um, you know, if you go through the different levels. So I would say definitely a car to consider. The, the, the Vizio still is yours for 568000 the The Ascenta, which is now the automatic, um, is yours for 639 And then the Ascenta Plus, um, yours for 670,000 rands. Okay, just so just to explain, the 1.3T Vizio, which is the starting price um, mm-hmm. car, is is not automatic. It's manual. It's manual. So the the, the entry level is manual, and then you go on to 
the, the a center which all have CVT. So the, all all the, the the bigger motors have CVT gearboxes. So uh, some people have sort of a love and hate relationship with the CVT for slow driving and relaxed driving. It's actually really quite nice. When you're accelerating, it tends to drone a bit because you go to maximum RPM and then the core, the revs just fade. So, so there is always a little bit of droning in, in, in hard acceleration, but for everyday driving, CVTs are really nice and easy okay, and relaxed. for those of drive. us who don't know what CVT is? CVT means that the gearbox itself doesn't have gears. So what oh. it has, it has like a, a cone um, mm-hmm. and a, a belt or a chain that moves. Um, so effectively, when you're accelerating, all that happens is the the, the, the position on the cone, the, the position of the belt on the cone, um, actually then determines. Let's call it the ratio. It's almost think of it. If I try and explain it very quickly, if you look at a bicycle with gears, you've got a small gear in the front, and then bigger, 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 and mm-hmm. at the back a small gear and bigger, bigger, bigger. And if you're starting off with a bicycle, you might be on the small gear in, on the front and a big gear at the back. And as you go faster, you move to a bigger gear in the front and a smaller gear in the back. Now, if you take those gears and you replace it with a cone, so now effectively it looks like an ice cream cone in the front and a cone at the back. And now what happens is instead of jumping up a gear, you slide your chain up and down the cone at the front and slide it up and down the cone at the back. That's basically the principle of a CVT. So there's no gears and it's very smooth when you're driving, but when you're accelerating hard, the revs would just jump to, let's say, 6,000 RPM and stay there as you accelerate, which can sometimes cause a bit of a drone. So just... For clarity, mm-hmm. um, what CVT is an acronym for what? Continuous Variable Transmission, because it's always varying that position of the chain on the cone. Right, so this new Nissan Qashqai is in town, in the country. You're going to get one to test drive it so we can see what it's like. Get the... Get the um, which one are you going to try one. and test it? Not the blue one. Sorry. Not the blue <laughs> if one. If I get one for a spin, I'll take you in, in any, any color. But any blue. color but quite blue. like the blue. I actually like the blue, but if, if I get one and you can go for a spin, we'll, we'll pick another color. Yeah, cool. That'll okay. be fantastic. Okay, I've got a quick question for you here, which mm-hmm. we got to go to is um, engaging the neutral gear downhill in a manual car. Does it mm-hmm. save fuel or does it damage the gearbox or engine? That comes from Mapale, from Matatiele. Okay, I'm not a big fan of doing that. So first of all, and it depends on the car, but most cars nowadays, when you lift off the accelerator, it cuts off the fuel. Uh, on a down, on a constant speed or a downhill, so um, it's gonna uh, that's gonna anyway save you fuel because you're putting the car in neutral. The engine is idling, um, which means the car is still idling as opposed to depending on the type of car you have cutting off the fuel. Um, the problem with putting the car in neutral is if you have to react quickly. Let's say somebody suddenly there's uh, somebody that comes from the right or left and you have to swerve or you have to accelerate. You cannot because your car isn't in gear. Um, also, the danger with being in neutral is you might find the wrong gear when you're moving. In other words, you're moving and, and now you, you, the, the car's uh, wheels are moving at a certain speed. And let's say you select the wrong gear, which is let's say you select third. Then what happens is that you now have the, 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 the engine itself moving slower than the car, which means you're going to get a braking effect on the wheels, which could um, effectively unsettle the car and actually make you lose control, especially in a rear-wheel drive car. It could put the car into an oversteer. So I'm really definitely not a fan of putting a car on a neutral on a downhill. And as I said, most cars nowadays, if you're on a downhill and you lift off the gas, the fuel supply is cut off to the engine. If your car has a little trip computer that tells you the instantaneous fuel consumption, just have a look at that as you lift off. You'll see it goes to zero, zero because, it, as I said, it cuts the, the, the fuel. So I'm not a big fan of doing that. 
And also, as you say, it could uh, ensure, not ensure, but it could leave you being extremely unsafe. Yeah, I think it's a safety issue because you could find the wrong gear and if you need to react on the carrot quickly, you're not in gear. It's also not going to work. Linked up to that, someone saying, uh, Nico, what's your choice, manual or automatic? Manual. <laughs> I'm, I'm after, a, you've I, just, I, I, after you've just dissed it in terms of safety and that, you know. No, 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 but a manual car. I, I like the feeling of driving the car still. My car is a manual. Um, mm. And I, I think if you say 99% of people would like automatics and um, they're easy to drive and they're great in traffic. Me personally, I don't, even in traffic, don't mind a manual. I really like still driving the car and being attached to the car, but I'm, I'm on the one percentile. Yeah, you've always liked that. Uh, Nico, just very quickly, because we're going to be going uh, out of the show, out of the hour in a moment. Um, when you say you prefer manual, out of interest, I don't drive a bucky, so I don't know. Are most buckies manual? And if so, would that be because they're having to... No, most buckies are manual, but you're getting uh, the, the automatic buckies are really becoming a lot more popular. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but again, if you're sitting in traffic every day, automatics are easy and relaxing and you don't have to do the gears yourself. There's chance of burning the clutch. So automatic buckies are really becoming more popular, but there's still a lot of them, them out there. But I'm talking about any car. I don't about a normal car. I really actually still like a manual. Fantastic. Well, Janet van Eerden has just tweeted to say she can't find your picture. Well, Janet, all you have to do is go onto uh, at SAFM Radio and look up uh, the picture of our petrol head. He's looking smashing, even if I say so myself. Nico, what's the rest of your day looking like? Are you brying? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know yet. I'm definitely qualifying for Formula One, which is um, in uh, Singapore, uh, night race. So that's definitely part of the, the, the package. And then otherwise, just relaxing. Okay, well, so anybody else who wants to watch Formula One, now's the time Two to o'clock. do it. Two o'clock. There we Wally go. today. Well, I hope you're bright at the same time. Nico, <laughs> our petrol head, we look forward to chatting to you next week. Don't forget, next week, I really do expect you to give me Tani Betty's chocolate cake recipe. Oh, man, sorry. Ish. Ish. It's nine o'clock. It's time for the news.